My guest is living the American dream and has had an amazing life. And she's one of the few women who could talk about Prince. Devin Vasquez is next. You are tuned in to Black Hollywood Lives. Breaking into. Was <laughs> <sighs> such a beautiful song. Just by itself, it's a beautiful song. You guys, we're listening to Prince sing a song that kind of inspired the title of this of this album, this, this also an album, this uh, book. Such a great time. This is my song. Sometimes it snows in April. From the Parade soundtrack, which I'm wearing a shirt from another song from that soundtrack too, from Mountains. Welcome to Breaking Into. I'm James Lodge, I'm your host, and I have a really great guest. I mean, she has such a varied career. We're going to talk about all the different parts of it. It's so exciting. Playboy, Star Search, The Bay, Can't, uh, can't Hardly Wait. No. I mean, I mean, sorry, I mean, um, what's the other one? Can't Buy Me Love. <laughs> Which, the, the line in that movie, of course, we all remember of that time period. She is just such a wonderful person, and she wrote this really inspiring, beautiful book. I'm saying run, don't walk, run and get it. Well, run to your tablet, run to your computer, run to your laptop, get this book. It is so great. It's called The Day It Snowed in April, a memoir. And she's so beautiful inside and out, Ms. Devin Vasquez. You're so sweet, James. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Sorry, you. I, I, met, I met the other movie, of course. I was like, of course, that comes out. So I'm thinking of your intro, of course. Because, I mean, you're so memorable in that movie, too. I mean, just oh, for that, that. Which movie? For this visit, I mean, because you and, and Geraldo, of course, you later did Rico Suave later, years later. Uh, that, are you yeah. talking about Camp Yeah, yeah. Yes. It's like you're a member on that, too. It's like, you've been around for a long time, girl. Oh, God. You're <laughs> aging me. No, you look great. No, nothing about it. Like, uh, you look great. I'm just like, you've been around for a while. It's like, you're not somebody who just came out yesterday. You've been around for a while. You've seen a lot of things. I have. Yeah. You have. Age and wisdom. Well, with age comes wisdom. wisdom. Yeah. And I really enjoy this book because you really kind of bring us back to some of those times and you and you just your way you're navigating through it and some of your reflections on it, too. Well, that was the whole purpose is I wanted to write from my heart. That's the way I write. I, I wanted to um, tell that story because it was such a beautiful, magical time. Yeah. In both, I think, my life and in Prince's life, I think that was the, the, the height of his career. It's when yeah. the music was just pouring out of him. Mm-hmm. And you could just feel it and see it. And it was just such an exciting time. Yeah. So, And I didn't keep a diary. So when, his, yeah. when he passed, I was very moved to write it all down. And and then I was a little apprehensive I was ask you, about I was ask you, I was sharing like, oh, it with yes, the world yes. because it was so personal. Yeah. So that's why I had to publish it myself because okay. it was so personal, and I wasn't sure if I was going to put it out or not. Okay. And mm-hmm. and then I had a lot of uh, spiritual experiences that told me you need to put this out. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, a part of the part of that spiritual experience was this little guy. Little here. prince, you guys. This dog is so cute. He's wearing his ruffles. He's Aww. wearing his he's channeling prince. He today. is. He's such a good he's a good boy too. He's and you know, good. my husband said yes. to me, if you ever become one of these women with a little purse dog, <laughs> I'm going to divorce you. <laughs> And I have a few girlfriends yes. who have purse dogs. Yeah, of course, yes. Well, he's the smallest of them all. <laughs> and now, and I never even carried a purse before. Now I have to carry a purse everywhere I go. To carry your dog. And, <laughs> <laughs> I think he was thinking.
thinking, okay, if you become Paris Hilton, right, forget exactly. about right, exactly. it, right? And but this, as you can see, he's a special little guy. He is. He's really good. He really look, is. look at Daddy. He's looking at Daddy. <laughs> He's like, you better divorce mom. I'm sorry. No. He said, no. No, and everybody knows my Perry family. Yeah. Everybody online knows him, has gotten to see his little personality, and he is he was one of those signs. Yeah, those signs because yeah. I rescued him a year oh, ago. Yeah. And in it was on my birth around my birthday. Yeah. And my girlfriend from the Shelter Hope Pet Shop in Thousand Oaks. She started telling me his story because his his owners died in a car crash. Oh, poor thing! Oh my god! And I mean, otherwise, who would give up this little? Yeah, angel, I, mean, I couldn't. Right? Oh my god! I and couldn't. so I was like, I can't have a dog. We travel too much. We travel yeah. too much. It's oh, like no way. Yeah, you do travel. But a lot. she she started telling me. The more she told me about him, the more curious I got. But the mm. thing, I'm sorry. The thing that the thing that got my got piqued my curiosity was she said she had him for two weeks and people were standing in line to adopt him. Oh my god. And and I said, What type of dog is he? And she says he's a, a teacup Yorkie Chihuahua. Wow. And I said, But don't they bark a lot? And yeah. she says, I haven't heard this dog bark. Wow. In two weeks. Wow. She hadn't heard him bark. Wow. So that's what got my curiosity. Yeah. And I went to see him and as soon as I saw him, <laughs> his name was Spencer. Spencer, boring. And I went, you, you're not Spencer, you're Prince. I mean, he even looks like him, doesn't he? So now he's the dog, he's the dog formerly known as Spencer. Spencer. <laughs> but like he's that. Mr. Prince 1999 Aww. on Instagram. He's so cute. He's so cute. And he's got his personality. Yes. He really is energetic and funny and so smart, this dog. And so now he's become my little my little shadow. But the thing is, you know, rescue dogs are the best. They are. They're the best. They are. Little angel. Um, now, the thing about your book is really good, but you did really well, I feel. Every title, every title, every chapter is a Prince song. Yes. But not, you didn't do it, you didn't do it just gratuitously. It's like every story within that chapter goes back to the title. That is so cool that you got that. I got no seriously. I'm I was so reading, I was like, happy you I was, got I was kind of like, I was like, oh, these are kind of cute. Every song is on. Okay, I got it. And, like, oh no, actually each story and each situation yes. you talk about relates to the title. Yes, exactly. And and Was so, that hard? Was that I mean Well you wrote the stories first, right? Well or? like I said, you know, I knew the story needed to be told. I actually asked Prince for a sign. <laughs> and he gave me several. Okay. Okay, and one of the signs was the actual street sign. Which was at the beginning yeah, of the but, book. Yeah, my name is Prince. It starts out the book. Was that's appropriate? Yeah, yeah, okay. But one of the signs was a, a barn owl, oh, yeah, and no, and nice. my husband and I were actually in Studio City, and we saw this street sign, and I couldn't believe I saw the street sign that said barn owls are coming. I mean, you can pull the picture yeah, up at the, the beginning the book, of it. Yeah, it's in the book. And, and, I, and he, so we took a picture of it because I was thinking, yeah. am, are we the only ones that can see this? Like, <laughs> oh why God. would... And I, and I was thinking, this is so Prince because yeah. it was his sense of humor. He was so yeah. funny. It was his sense of yeah. humor. Well, you asked for a sign. I gave you a sign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's, 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 it's like <laughs> sound like him does this. Like, like my, I'm going to tell you what the sign is, but yeah. I'll give it to you. Yeah. He gave me a sign. You did. And then I had two white barn owls, which are very rare yeah. in Southern in California come to our home and my husband's sitting right here so he can tell you yeah. he witnessed it um, three nights in a row 
screaming wow. like Prince screamed on stage. Oh, my God. And drew us out, flying around us. I was thinking, okay, we are thinking of selling our house because our kids are grown up. And yeah. maybe this is just a sign that we're on the right track yeah. in selling our house. And then I was like, oh, my God, no, this is Prince. This is another wow. Prince sign. Wow. And then I got this little dog. Yeah, there you go. And I still haven't seen a dog smaller than him. So <laughs> Sounds I, like Prince. Yes. Okay, so I'm thinking, okay, these are all signs that I need yeah. to write the book. So I started writing, and it just started pouring out of me. Yeah. And seriously, I had people that I hadn't seen or talked to in years wow. call me out of the blue and say, I remember when you took me to the Prince concert, and you were wearing this and that and that. I wow. was just like, oh my God, this wow. is, because it was, you'd be surprised at things you can't remember mm-hmm. when you start to try to remember. Yes. Details. That makes sense. Right? Yes. yes. And I was trying to be as accurate and as, as honest as possible yeah. and, and writing it all down. And it just poured out of wow. me. So once I read it back, I cried like a baby, I'm sure. and I was just like, I can't put this out. This is too personal. Yeah, yeah. And and then I let a few select friends uh, listen to a few chapters. Who you trust, obviously. And, and yeah. I got some feedback. Okay. And a couple of really close friends said, No, you need to put this out. Yeah. And and I think it 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 came full circle around because his death affected so many fans and so many people like myself me too who who knew him you, you he was just such a large presence i mean a blind man would no prince was in the room i'm sure i'm sure completely. because the, the, he just had that kind of presence yeah. you know and so i was just like you know i had such a great story you and i i used to tell this story to a few select friends because they would all everybody wanted to know about of course prince. of course we all i mean yes. i came to hollywood who comes to hollywood your story. Uh, yes. meeting prince and then the next day hugh hefner Yes. I mean that. Oh no, I know. You know, no, I, know. I was yes. just like, okay, what a life, what a week I'm having, yes. I, and I, it was life was going so fast for me at that time, and I didn't keep a diary, and I remembered uh, David Chan, who was the Playboy photographer, yes. discovered yes. me, and like my dad, would say, you you need to be writing this down. <laughs> But you're busy living. Listen. You're busy living it. And I didn't listen to him, you know. But it was happening so fast. Yeah. And um, even though I had a romance with Prince for that lasted a good six months, I was around him for three years. Yeah, yeah. And you I talk was about it in the book too. With his management the, yeah. company, and yeah. a lot of people knew that. I had, I had major producers like Brian Grazer and celebrities asking me about mm-hmm. Prince constantly. Yeah. And out of respect, I never spoke about him. I think everybody knew it was an unspoken yes. word. You just don't talk about him. Yeah, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people didn't. And, but the thing is, is that I had such an amazing, positive story. And I think he, he, I'm very intuitive. I pay attention to my gut feelings. And I had a lot of coincidences, and there's no such thing as Right, we said there before. There was some coincidences. But don't you mean, though? I had a like... lot of coincidences leading up to writing the book, yeah. which I spelled out in the book. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? This is my life. Every life has a story. And I don't want to forget a single moment 
of yeah. this time. So I'm going to just listen to my gut mm-hmm. and put it out there. Yeah. Now, that's a great segue, girl. We're going to show, because she has such an amazing journey. We're going to talk about Prince again a little later, but just like there's some other things that she's done that is, again, like I said, you live in the American dream. Like you came here. And I, mean, I want to say the mid '80s ladies were good to you. <laughs> they were really good to you when you first got it. They were really good to you. Um, and we're going to show right now a clip. This is you, and this is where I remember you first. Remember you, and I, I almost forgot about Star Search, like Star Search, and Epic Man. So you guys who don't know what that that is, that was like a competition show, and and it was <laughs> the, it, first reality, the first reality, one show. of the first reality. I think of you and Tracy Ross, a few others were spokesmodels. I mean, but I remember you from this. So this is actually a clip from from this back in like a long time ago poise and the ability to speak effectively now all the spots have not been filled for the semifinals in this category the champion would like to keep up a winning streak and hopefully take that fourth position she's a gorgeous lady from baton rouge louisiana <laughs> with one win she's wearing a designer fashion by aileen warren welcome devin devasquez look at you look at that 80s Hi, outfit devin, i love how it are you? Oh. So nice. Now, for all the good people at home, can you tell them what they have to look forward to here on Star Search in the next few weeks? The semifinals and the chance to go for that $100,000. I like the way you say that. Okay, here's Devin in her very latest Star Search photo session. (laughs) Now, what does that song you and that's Jane Whelan singing Blue Kiss. I, mean, I, I love that song. But look at look at you. It's so 80s. I love it. It's too bad you didn't get the one with Baby on the Star. No, I, I, there's, there were so many different things to, to choose from. But with you, again, this, this woman has done so much. And I, just, I, had to, I had to choose something. I, I, I kind of like this. I love the fashion. <laughs> <laughs> it's purple. It's purple. <laughs> but you have the same smile, girl. You have the same oh, smile. Thank you. Same beautiful smile. Thank you. But when you see some of this stuff, like, what do you... Um, you know, I'm not that girl anymore. <laughs> you <know? laughs> but do you, do you smile about it? Do you, do you have a good experience with Star Search? Was that like oh, a good yeah, experience? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I talk about, there's a whole chapter yeah, there is, but just, yeah. uh, in the book. But I talk about the fact that you just didn't Thank see... You exotic women on television at that time. In fact, I had Paula Abdul tell me, she watched me um, when she worked on the uh, Can't Buy Me Love African Anteater ritual. You talked about that in the book too. Yeah, and she told me, I saw you on Star Search and I was rooting for you. Because she's exotic looking too. Yeah, and so it was sort of like you just didn't and they were always teasing my hair really high (laughs) to, to be next to the five foot Eight, nine, oh, ten that's right. blonde, blue eyed yes. models, you know, yes. because you just didn't see exotic women. But you won. I won. So, I won. I actually, I, I, I mean, I talk about that in yeah. the book because it's, I was supposed to be on the beginning of that season. Right. And I was booked on something with Playboy and I couldn't get right. out yes. of it. And I had to say no to yeah. going to New York and shooting the modeling videos. Yeah. And I was so disappointed. But it turned out I sent flowers to the producer and to keep me in mind for the yes. next season. And someone had a death in her family, had to drop out at the yeah. last minute. It was the last three shows of the season. So they called me to take her place. And I won those last three shows and went on to win the hundred grand. So 
I never lost on that show. No, you didn't. You did. That's what I was saying. Like you actually won uh, for an exotic person from Bat Louis. My family's from Louisiana too. They're yeah. from Shreveport and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you. you this, I was just like, as a down home girl. Yeah, I was the underdog. Yes, uh, yeah. definitely. I'm sure. Yeah. Did you ever? Did you ever feel like when you were going through this process, I could really win this, or were you just like? I was yeah, I'm happy so, to be here. no. I was I was so nervous. I didn't think I would get that far. Mm-hmm. I was just happy to, to make there. on yeah. make the show. So, but yes, of course, I wanted. Oh, of course, I yeah. wanted it, and I think I manifested it because I, I wanted it so bad. I believe and, it. And and I had never done anything on television. I had never done anything live mm-hmm. like that before. I'd never spoke, and you, you know, you you see that was the first time you saw models. Walk and talk yes, yes. at the same time because right. you didn't see that before. Nope. So that's what made the show so, yeah. so big. Yeah, and it was. And the thing, as I was saying, it's a thing that, you know, back then people don't realize if you don't remember if you weren't around that time. The, the climate was a little different back then when it came to models that weren't exactly, you said, blonde hair, blue eyed. Yes. It was very different in all and, aspects. And and the industry was different yeah. too. It's like if you did television, you didn't do film. Yes. And I remember my agent was like, "You're more film, honey. You're not television." <laughs> yeah. And so, so yeah. it, my career was always film, and and luckily the films I did, some good ones, have have stood the test of yeah, time. A, I agree. a film I did that I did the lead in called Society with Billy Warlock. Um, I love Billy. Who, yeah, you know, yeah. Billy was famous. From the original Baywatch, yes. which is now back. Now it's back. Know? Isn't that funny? And then we just see something like recycle back. You're like, am I that old? Yeah. I'm cycling back. And so, so yes. Billy, um, it's a very strange movie, probably the strangest movie you'll ever see. <laughs> but it's become a cult classic. Yeah, it mm-hmm. So that movie, um, Can't Buy Me Love, mm-hmm. House 2, yes. I Played a Virgin. Yes, you did. <laughs> I'm very diverse. You are. I said that because you are diverse. Your career is very diverse. <laughs> It is. And Prince, you know, he he watched me win Star Search and wow. called me and congratulated me. And next thing I knew, I was under his management company. And yeah. um, Cavallo, Ruffalo, and Fargnoli right. started my career. Mark Gervitz, who is a huge manager today yeah. for Brillstein Gray and yeah. handles Jennifer Aniston and lots yeah. of people, started my career. Yeah. So I got to see people like Bill Maher do stand-up, yes. Yes. you know, before he was Bill Maher. Yeah. and. And um, I was just working all the time. You were. And now, one thing I want to show, I don't know if you've seen this, is this a, a slick clip for her on The Tonight Show. Now, when you were on The Tonight Show, you made it. <laughs> like, back then, Johnny Carson, you made it. But you were really funny and engaging on, on the show, and so I want to show a clip of that. Win or two? He won the 100000 in the app. Good move. Good move. <laughs> Obviously, you didn't go backstage and said, I'd like to meet the runner-up. You want to... hundred thousand, I'd like to just think of myself as a free spirit right now. Oh, really? I'm dating a lot of guys, yeah. But not anyone on a regular basis? Well, I'm... I'm, No, not anyone. I don't want to get too personal, but... Uh, Don't you have any tips for me? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. He's been married three times. I love that. We really don't have time to discuss that tonight. No, I think you. Uh, it's your age. So I just want to show that this is kind of kind of funny. You actually held your own with Johnny Carson, and when you said that stuff, everybody famously he was married three different times, all, I mean, all this stuff, and that's why he, does, he made jokes of his own. But you were really good on that. Thank I watched you. the whole. I watched the whole clip. I was like, <laughs> oh my god, you're really good on there. You held your own. Well, back then you had to be. Um, what do you call it? The producers had to interview you. Okay. 
uh, to go on the show. Okay. And it was Mark Gervitz that got. Wow. He he was like, "You gotta meet Devin. You gotta meet Devin." <laughs> you know, he's like, "It's." I, I, next thing I know, I was on I, on that's, Johnny Carson. That's amazing. And and they had me on as a third guest, meaning yeah. it, maybe I'd get on, maybe I wouldn't right. get on if right. there was. If, if there was time and so and of course they knew that I knew Prince and they wanted to talk about yes. Prince and I'm like no can't, can't talk can't, about Prince now. but now that Prince has passed mm-hmm. I really feel he wants people to talk that's about interesting. it that's interesting okay interesting. and that's why he could because he liked having this shroud of mystery but yes. he was so funny and down to earth and he used to say to me you know you should try it too Devin just like don't talk like be because <laughs> <laughs> he thought I talked so much so he was like funny. if you would just not talk and just <laughs> <laughs> but like you, be... you Prince though we're all talking to him <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it was crazy but I do think you know it's so cool that the revolution is back I'm gonna out see them there. now we'll see them next month yes. you know I've talked to Bobby Easy. Oh, good, yeah. And I've talked to Jerome Benton uh, recently. Yeah. And um, Jerome was one of the few people that could talk to me back in the day. <laughs> but, like, the revolution, they didn't... I knew more about them wow. than they knew about me. I'm sure. They saw me all the time. Wow. And they were... I heard from... From various sources, that <laughs> Wendy and Lisa were going. Who is she? <laughs> oh, 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 is she God. a singer? Who is she? Well, What's she doing? Here's the thing. So, did he ever try to get you to sing? Well, he asked me. Um, thought, yeah. One of the, the I spoke about that in the book. Yes. One of the first things he said was, um, "Devin, do you sing?" And I said, first of all, Prince." You can't change my name because I've already uh, done that. Yes, and yes. he goes, I don't want to change your name. I like your <laughs> yeah. name. And I go, I go, and I don't want to be in your shadow like Vanity and Apollonia. I got compared to the, to them so much. Yes, I wanted to be my own person. And because we met through Playboy, I I was getting to know him mm. while he was on tour. Yeah, um, it was a very uh, organic experience because I didn't expect. After I met him, mm-hmm. and you know, going to the Playboy Mansion the next day yeah. um, for him to call me. <laughs> yeah, right. Who, who, who would think that anyway? Who would no, think that? Like, who I didn't. That? I didn't. You know, so that's why my story. Also, I nearly nearly died the night yeah, that yes, I met him. Yes. You know, so I've recently talked to Wally Safford, who was his um, uh, backup dancer, and as and also his. Um, bodyguard who yeah. introduced us and I've recently talked to Jerome Benton and Jerome said Devin you always kept it real I like that that's the thing you know Prince and I we there was just very very much a, a solid ground it sounded like that in the book and and that's the way I write I wanted to write and, fe- and make the reader feel like they were right there with me it's not like your conversations because he would come to you with certain things you talk about in the book after you guys were not really together anymore, like you said, you had a friendship and still talk. Mm-hmm. It felt like he would talk to you plainly, also, and then you guys would have this like you 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 would give your opinion. You'd be like, "No, I think that's not good," or that. It yeah. felt really like friendship. It was. It was. Oh, yeah. And and I've since read Maite's book. I haven't read it yet. So, you know, yeah. and I want to hear everybody's story yeah. because I think Prince was different with. Yeah, but you bring up something that's really interesting that I always talk about. This I call it the guess my race girls (laughs) because you guys all look 
Like you'd be cousins and sisters. You say that actually. In the, well, I the think book. I I tried to explain that, yeah. and I think I did because I remember Prince was studying my face, and he had a little a little mole or beauty mark on one side of his face, and I have a little one too on one yeah, side of like, my face. Yes. And he pointed it out. It was almost like he was looking for similarities. Wow. And I think he was looking for his soulmate, and he found that in yeah. Maite. Yeah, yeah. And they were so much alike, yeah. you know. But I think he went for the same type of women because he was looking for that male-female balance within yeah. himself. Like that's. Yes. And I, I think that he found that with vanity, yeah. you know, and different... I think his... His autobiography is in his vast collection of music. Like any time period mm -hmm. of music you listen to, you know where Prince was at, who he was Prince, with, yes. what girl he was into. Yeah, because true. he wrote songs about those people yeah. during that time in his life. Yeah. So yeah. I and, and I really think he wrote the song Adore About Me. And go. that was my favorite. Which song. is a which is a beautiful. No, I had I had a fight with somebody online about that spot door. I was like, I love that. That song well, is such a. No, beat. you know why? Because my my uh, uh, Playboy cover came out yeah. in November of 1986. Yeah, he wrote the song in November of 1986, mm -hmm. and the words, the lyrics was like, "In a word, you were sex. In a word." Playboy, mm -hmm. that was, and anytime he wanted to reach me, mm -hmm. um, even when I got married and moved to Tennessee, yeah. um, when he called to, I could have been in Diamonds and Pearls, but I. We told you that you know, I'm, I'm, I'm that to you a little bit. Yes. But it, it, yeah. when, that, when that happened, um, he would always call Playboy. And then Playboy would call me and wow. say, Prince is trying to reach you. Prince is trying to reach you. Now, now, that's an interesting message to get. Prince is trying to reach you. Okay. I showed, actually, so I showed up Playboy cover as, we, as we're talking about that right now. And you look beautiful on this cover, of course. Um, and, I mean, come on. I mean, hello. Hot stuff. Hot stuff. And I, 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 the way you talk about Playboy, too, you talk about it in a way that's, you know, not salacious or anything. You talk about it like this was an opportunity for you. And you seem like you have no regrets from it. Of course not. Yeah. No, if I had not made the decisions that I made, I wouldn't be the person I am today. I like that. I like that. Um, and yeah, Playboy was a major decision in my life, and I think looking back on it, I feel like I'm a major part of history. You are. American history. Mm -hmm. um, have you seen uh, Hugh Hefner, American Playboy on Not yet. I, I, Amazon? I, I can't wait. You should watch it. Yeah, I can't wait. It's really good. I'm fascinated by that. I learned thing. stuff I didn't know. Okay. I mean, you you have no idea the things that Hef opened the doors to. Right. You know, he opened the doors for African Americans to do stand up and to perform wow. at his key with clubs the, at the Playboy Club. Yeah. He was the first to do that. Wow. And he fought for it and wow. he fought to overturn crazy laws like you would get put in prison if you were caught getting a blowjob wow. from your wife even. Wow, how weird. Yeah, it was like it was crazy yeah. weird laws. Wow. Yeah, cuz I was I was going to ask you cuz um beautiful I said beautiful cover of course. Um 
that was a big deal, by the way. I know, I know Being, it was. You know, having my name on the cover oh, I know. in 1985 and no, I know 86. 86, 86. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 it was a big deal. I mean, yeah. Playboy. That was that was. I mean, not only doing the but that was a big deal at the time. Yes, and, and so I think I think Prince was proud of it, but I think he was, you know, with Playboy comes a lot of opportunities. You, then you've got other rock stars, other producers yes, yes, going after yes, you and stuff, you know? Yes. And so I think that he's he was such a control freak mm-hmm. that it was like, no, you know, any girl that I'm with can't can't yes. be in Playboy because... Yes. But that's how he met me. Right, right. You know? hello, hello. So <laughs> Men are complex. You know how we are sometimes. <laughs> uh, you, know how, you know how we get to get possessive. Um, but that's the thing. I mean, okay, so... That whole, like I said, that that chunk of time was magical for you as well. I mean, just as well as like you were just you were in it. I want to ask you a question. I've always wanted to ask any of the the prince women. Do you feel that he was a major, like almost a feminist towards women, or was it just he loved women? Because because he has so many women he's worked with. I think he was so in touch with his feminine side. And, but yet he was very masculine. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard to understand. Even my husband doesn't. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah. like, are you sure he wasn't gay? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, he wasn't You're gay. Like, I'm, sure, you know? I'm totally sure. But but he was so in touch with his feminine side, and I spoke about that in great detail. You did. Because women, we like to look good. We like to make our hair, our makeup, our clothes mm-hmm. smell good. You know, and Prince was all of that. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's why he was so great at writing such beautiful songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, so many songs he's written for people like the Bangles. Yes, and, uh, and the, yes, a lot of people. You know, a lot, a lot of beautiful songs he's written for other artists that have be- become hits. Yeah. But he, he definitely. I was so feminine, as you can see. Yeah, oh, yes, yes, definitely. Uh, super feminine, yes, right? Yes, definitely, yes. So I felt like he was attracted to women who were very feminine. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, he was definitely in touch with his own femininity, but that didn't take away from him being masculine. And I'm glad, you, I'm, glad no, I'm actually glad you said it because I always felt that he was masculine. Oh, yeah. But he just wasn't afraid. Very charming. To, yeah, Very wasn't charming. afraid to show. The way. I always thought, what a way to get women. Well, to be kind of feminine, to be in touch with your feminine side actually doesn't make you more attractive to women and some, to some women. I would think it would. Well, it? it's it's kind of like, um, you know, his relationship with Susanna Melvin, yes. for example. Yes, Um her sister Wendy is gay, yes, but she was straight, yeah. right? And I think he had such a close relationship, obviously, with Wendy, mm-hmm. and he kind of envied the closeness <laughs> that they shared as twin yes. sisters. Yes. That that's what inspired him to write. If I were your girlfriend, yes, yes, you know, it's like, would you tell me? Would you yes. would, would you tell me what you wouldn't tell me if yes. I, when I was your man? Yeah. You know, and so and and he. Like talking and getting to know a woman through courtship, I felt like he courted me wow. on the phone because wow. he was so good at calling and yeah. talking and yeah. sharing, and he had you know um, a very good way about uh, rapping on the phone. I should say, <laughs> I believe it. 
<laughs> I believe you. Because the thing is, I mean, when you see him in later interviews, he comes across really normal. Just He talks like a regular dude. Mm-hmm. And you say, oh, and he's really funny in his personality. Like, oh, because back in the day, he didn't do that. He did like one interview in like, what, 10 years? Mm-hmm. Like, he really didn't do any interviews or anything. So seeing him later, I was like, oh, he's a regular dude. I can see But I tried to tell you that in the book, yeah, you too, do. with the you funny do. things that he you would do. We'd go to dinner, and he would whisper in my ear what he wanted me to tell the waitress. <laughs> and I would say, why can't you tell her yourself? Like, because, because I want you to. Yes. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Like, it's like yes. he was just he it was a I want I don't want to say it was a fake persona because he right. really was him, was him himself, yeah. and shy. But yeah. if he got to know you, he was quite talkative and Makes funny, sense. and Makes everybody sense. remembers that. Yeah, about him. I mean, that's why he hung out with people like Eddie Murphy yeah. because everybody could tell you the dude was funny. There's some good stories in his book about that too. <laughs> I mean, it's about the Eddie Murphy story was really funny in there, too. Like, there's some, mm-hmm. We can't give it all away. No, we're not. We're not going to add the Sylvester Stallone stuff, too, was in there, too. I'm like, this book is juicy. I'm like, it is juicy. Um, one part of, one story I didn't know about, and I realized, was that Cat Glover, you were instrumental in them meeting. Yes, she was on Star Search which with I did, me. I, which I totally forgot about She that. was on Star Search with me, and uh, I felt bad that she didn't win the 100 grand because she was in the finals. Mm-hmm. Pat and Cat, and she was known for doing her little thing yes. here, right? <laughs> and so I, I cooked dinner. Believe it yeah. or not, I cooked gumbo. Oh, sounds good, girl. For oh, for Mr. Nelson, Mr. Nelson was, I think he was in his sixties, you know, because he had a lot of Prince's siblings yeah. are older, way older than him. Yes, than they him, are. Right. Yes. So, so Prince was five years older than me. I'm twenty, twenty one, twenty two. He's twenty seven. Yeah. Mr. Nelson was in his 60s, wow. but because he was from Louisiana, any time Prince had a special event that he wanted his dad to attend, he would ask me to escort him yes. because uh, he was from Louisiana, yes. and that's really what bonded us. And so um, he was in town, and Steve Fargnoli, Prince's manager, would say, your friend's in town, do you want to go visit <laughs> And Mr. Nelson is coming into town, too. And I, I think he rented the um, Menendez house, the house that they killed their parents what? in, before them. Oh, okay. It was before them. Oh, okay. Them. I was like, I'm like, oh, my goodness. Okay, okay. so he yeah. rent, and I tell that story, yeah. too. He rented that house, and I was surprised that that kitchen was so small. But I cooked gumbo for about 12 people. Gumbo, oh, my God. And, and I invited Kat. Because yeah. I knew she she really wanted to meet Prince, yeah. so I invited her that night, and we all went dancing to a new nightclub, and I kept telling Steve, "Will you make Prince pay attention to Cat? I'm going to get up and yeah. dance with her." Yeah. So I got up and danced with her, yeah. and then Prince would ask me to dance, <laughs> and then finally he asked Cat to dance. Next thing I know, Cat's in the band. Yeah, she went on tour with them, several tours with them. Yeah, well, she she, did, she was, had to go to Minneapolis and rehearse. Yes, and but she stuff. did sign the Times, I think, in Love Sex, I believe. Yes, those Actually, two those, tours, yeah. yeah. And so um, they took off to Europe, yeah. and and then I think that's around the time I started dating Sylvester Stallone. Yes, she did. Sly Vester. Yes, she did. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I feel like Sylvester had, had, has it also. Like Prince has it, has that mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Sylvester does too. He's the one has that I, thing too. I'm attracted to very intelligent men, mm. first and foremost. I I thought Sly was very intelligent yeah. 
um, the fact that he created and wrote Rocky yes. for himself. Yeah. And he told me the story. His wife, his first wife was pregnant, mm-hmm. seven months pregnant. He had no money in the bank, and yeah. they were offering him, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars, <laughs> but they didn't want him to play the part. Right. But he held out, and the rest yeah. is history, yeah. right? And same thing with Purple Rain. That was all Prince. Mm-hmm. And nobody wanted to do Purple Rain. Nobody believed in that, Purple yeah. Rain. And mm-hmm. Steve told me that if they had met me a year before, it would have been me in Purple Rain. Because wow. he had to go and hunt for Apollonia. Wow. He had to go and find yeah. a girl that was the right size, the right, right look. Yes. And he told me he got slapped by a lot of girls because it was merely a cattle call. He was... When wow. Vanity broke up with Prince, yeah. they were getting ready to shoot Purple Rain. He had to do a casting call, and girls would come up to him and say, I waited in your office for like two hours, and you, I walked in, and you just went, thank you, no thank you. Because oh <laughs> they, they like, he wow. was literally looking for the right look yeah. and the right height yeah. and, the, and oh Apollonia. She, you know, she walked right in. That was so it, the, yes. the rest was history, yeah, you know? Yeah. But both those men and Hugh Hefner, yes, they one, yeah. created the lives they wanted. They mm-hmm. manifested yeah. their lives the that. way they wanted it to be. And looking back, I think I did, too. You did, girl. You did. Let's show some pictures. And here's you with, with Mr. Nelson. You escorted him to an award show, I believe. Uh, no, that so was... So, that was to the Superdome, to Prince's uh, biggest concert. Oh, really? Yeah, it was okay. before 70,000 people. Oh, I remember him telling me. That, That's amazing. 70,000 yeah. people is amazing. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next, the next picture. A couple pictures, they were in papers around the world. Because there was not, I mean, you know, they would were, they were talk about you guys. And one of these is one of these. They, no, they, that's not me. That's not you in there? No. Mm-mm. I never did get a picture. <laughs> that's not you. That's not you. Okay. No, but it kind of looks like you. Yeah, they had, yeah. yeah, it looks like you. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Same time period, I guess. A little different time period. Let's go to the next one. And so, is it, tell me if this one's you or not. No, uh, that one's me. So, no, not that's not me. That's, that's not you him. either. That's him. Oh, wait, she, no, she'll show the rest of it. She's, she's, pulling, she's pulling it up. Tell me if this is you or not. No, that's not me. She's not her either. Okay. Uh-uh. There you go. So, you mentioned in the book that you always had girlfriends. He always had a girlfriend. That's a yeah. good way to segue it. That's a, he always had girlfriends. He always had a girlfriend. And in and, and, and reading Maite's book, yeah. he, she would say, she said there was, a, Carmen Electra said something about there's the girl that's leaving Minneapolis and okay. the girl that's coming to Minneapolis. Got it. So there's always one leaving and one coming. <laughs> but I think he, I think he knew there was just no way I was going to live in Minneapolis. Yeah, you you I had just moved from Chicago. Oh, I couldn't the get weather, used to The yeah. winters. He did not worst. like that I moved to LA, but right. my career was here. The weather yeah. agreed with me. That is me. That is, I mean, that, that, that's you. I, lo- I love that outfit. He gave me that outfit, didn't he? He gave me four. That's of a beautiful his outfit. That's a beautiful outfit. And that was his actual one of his actual outfits from Purple Rain. So it's he beautiful. gave me. Um, and Oprah Winfrey saw me in one of them. <laughs> I talked about. She yes. called me Little Butt. She's a little Butt. Because <laughs> <laughs> you could see through. Oh uh, yeah. You know the pants. You could see the butt. Yes. <laughs> but, but, but look at that outfit. I go. I could see you in Purple Rain. I can see you in you know in the band. I can, I can see you. Well, that was the thing. Prince was like trying to figure out how to 
fit me into his life because that's why all the women that worked with him became girlfriends or yeah. romantically yeah, involved about that. Yeah. because he was a workaholic and he had to fit you into his world and when he said to me well when i said no i i you can't make me a singer because i don't want to if i had said yes yes he would and then he asked me to come to under the cherry moon i was gonna ask about that yes and i said no he said because he had broken up with me and then (laughs) he calls me and says you know um okay so i don't want to give away all that but the thing is is that he definitely um could not control me and I couldn't let any man control control Makes sense. me. Makes sense. And I think he knew that. And and instead of tarnishing a beautiful relationship, mm-hmm. he came to the conclusion of accepting it, and I did too, mm-hmm. because he he made jokes and well, maybe we can make you a roadie or something, you okay. know. Like, <laughs> but I was just, yeah. I I I think they were grooming me for a movie, because. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Fargnoli said you're going to be in the next Prince movie, but then the next Prince movie turned into Sign of the Times, yes. and and then from there they split up. Yeah. Steve Fargnoli and Prince, yeah, yeah. and then I got married. So yeah. kind of like things. The timing, went, yeah. The timing just yeah. didn't. But, but I think it's very. I think it's very important to note that even though you guys had broken up, mm-hmm. he still came to you. Well, I fate kind of brought us together because of uh, Star Search. Yeah. Six months after um, we broke up, I was on Star yeah. Search, and they wanted to use "Baby I'm a Star," and the producer was like, "He doesn't let his music on know, television." Just, yeah. And I said, "Well, I I know him. I can ask." And yeah. So I asked Steve Fargnoli, and he asked Prince, and Prince said yes. <laughs> So it that's was just, very cool, though. And then she just recently told me that that was a ten thousand dollar licensing fee, and he gave it to Star Search for free. So the power of Devin. <laughs> I thought I said the power of Devin. That's, that's the power, of, girl. You had you had power. That's like the power of Devin. Oh, look at that. And so, and also something you talk about is very poignant in the book, and you guys should read this, of course. That you and Vanity Denise Matthews. Yes. I knew you have a little, journey, a little journey with her too. I know Vanity, and she died too, like a few months before he did. Well, did you know that she also died on the same day that his mother died? Oh no! Fourteen years earlier, Ugh, okay. of the same kind of thing. Yeah. Thing. I think you know that that was the thing. Is I've always been very spiritual, and I've always paid attention to my gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I kept telling Ron, I think something's not right with Prince. You kept saying, you say in the book how you had that feeling. I had that feeling. And I had, I, I had too many coincidences, yeah. you know. Um, and also, I think, you know, a lot of people say, well, what, what would have happened had I worked with him? Okay. I am probably one of the only girls mm-hmm. that he's ever been with that yeah. didn't work with You're right. I think you are. I can't, I can't think of any others that he, I mean... Right. They've all done something with them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. And I think when the opportunities came, they were just at the wrong time. Yeah. And I often think back, had I chosen, had I dropped everything and just worked with him, would my life be where it is today? Or would it have Yeah. Been? But there's no way to... No. You know, you take... You have to make decisions every day. You do, right. So every decision you make takes you on your path. Yeah. And I think my dream was to 
get married and have a fam- have the family I never had. Yeah. That was way more important to me than um, fame and fortune. Yeah. And for Prince, it was all about. I mean, he he must yeah. have told me. 10,000 times <laughs> I'm married to my music you know yeah, like, I, believe, I, like, believe I think it. he thought you're the marrying type I yeah, know that yeah. you're a nice girl but you know yeah. I never met a rock star before and I never met one that wore eye makeup <laughs> that's for sure so he's looking at me going you must think I'm weird right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking at him going I don't know yeah, what to think like, of you okay, like, okay. <laughs> but, but I was always honest yeah. with him and he was always honest yeah. with me. Yeah. And that's why we bonded. Yeah. Because there was just no BS. You, I mean, you get that from the book. I get it. I got it from the book. Yeah. Completely. That you guys were, like I said, you guys were friends. I think above everything. And half of the proceeds I want Tell to them. give to hashtag yes, we code. Yes. Um, I wrote this book purely because of my love and admiration mm-hmm. for Prince. And I wanted to, for so many years, so many people yes, asked about yes, Prince. Yeah. I, okay, here, I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. But I'm going to give back and do something I think Prince would be proud of. Yeah. And so that's why for the this book is taking a life of its own. Yeah. I haven't put any promotion into I it. I have I came to her. So, I mean, I, I came to her <laughs> and I asked her. I came to her. I did. I came to you and she was gracious enough to answer me back, but I came to you. But so. I figured this book is going to take a life of its own. Well, because it's Prince. It's well, Prince on some level. But it's not just but Prince. But it isn't. You're right. It isn't. It's really meant to inspire and enlighten people mm-hmm. because I think it's a magical story that if you read it, you might want to read it again and and see how it moves you because my life story has been quite a journey and Seriously. It, and it's not ju- prince crossed my path at a time that was magical i agree and i think that everybody there's no such thing as, as coincidences mm-hmm. and if somebody crosses your path it's for a reason. Yeah, I agree with that. So I've often wondered what that reason was. Yeah. And now that he's gone, maybe it's because it's the writer in me. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe this was the whole purpose. Right. Now, you I mean, you do have a happy ending, of course. <laughs> you do. and I have this little guy. Yeah, little, yeah, little prince. But not just him. <laughs> you have another guy, too. And his name is Ron Moss. You guys know who he is. Of course, player and, and Bold and Beautiful and, and, uh, and The Bay. I mean, like, you found, you met him on a movie set. It's My life has been a soap opera. <laughs> he, actually, I got my SAG card saying hi to Prince in the movie he met his now ex-wife on. Yes. Did you get that? I mean, you mean Ron. <laughs> we, met, we met Ron on, and his ex-wife was on that, too. Yes. <laughs> so, it, and then we were reintroduced 18 years that, later. That's, that's amazing to me. By that's Lorenzo Lamas, who was oh. trying to introduce me to the guy that played his brother on the <laughs> yeah, show. Yeah, and I was yeah, secretly yeah. thinking, gee, I wish it was that Ron guy. <laughs> and, the, and so it's just, you know, yeah. Fate, yeah, fate brought us together yeah. later in life. Yeah. And here we are. Here you are. 13 uh, years later. Congratulations, girl. That's really good. Um, now, the Bay, how did that enter, how did that enter into your orbit? The Bay came to us um, shortly after Ron left uh, The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. And um, 
we had met uh, Gregory Martin and Christos Andrews before. Yeah. Thought they were very talented and energetic, um, creative. And uh, it was a chance for Ron to create a new character. And Gregory brought us on as producers together because he says, you guys do everything. I go, yeah, we do everything together. <laughs> yes. We work together. You yes. Know? And so um, uh, it's been quite an experience because we each now have three Emmys. Yes, I was going to say, <laughs> congratulations. I mean, I know Barry Beth Evans. I, you know, I send the people I've, I've interviewed on this, on my shows with some of the people from the Bay. The Bay's really good also. Congratulations on the Emmys, but also tell people... This is a golden age of television that's not on television right now, right? Yes. There's a lot of great series out there. Well, what makes The Bay stand out, which you can binge on The Bay on Amazon yes, Prime. Yes, you can. And yes, the can. new season is about to drop. Wow, okay. Uh, I think next month. Okay. Um, and it's really good. Oh, my God. Um, and weird thing, Tell Ron us. plays a character named John Blackwell, and mm-hmm. Prince had a drummer in... The New uh, generation, right? Named the John pop- Blackwell. That okay, that's crazy. That's creepy. Is that creepy? Okay, okay. But yes. the Bay. <laughs> what's so cool about the Bay is we just swept the Emmys in every mm-hmm. category, and um, it's it made history because it's the first digital drama series to have such iconic. Um, Daytime stars and primetime stars yes, you do have together, both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and playing different roles yeah. that you wouldn't, you know, imagine them in. Yeah. But the show doesn't read like a daytime drama. No, no it doesn't. It really is uh, fast moving and very everything shot on location. Yeah. Um, that's what I did as a producer. I helped with locations. Mm-hmm. I helped with social media. You know, yeah. we kind of, as producers, we we did many different things to make that show happen. Yeah. And now it's going to a different level yeah. because everybody's paying attention. Oh, well, they are, yeah. And Gregory and Christos are just, I mean, Christos is the youngest yeah. executive producer to win uh, so many Emmys, yeah. also as a lead actor. I know, I know. So I know. we're very proud of the Bay. Um, it's been quite a journey and quite an experience, um, but I think we're going on to even bigger and better things. What do you like about produ- producing? I love producing um, because you have that creative control that mm-hmm. you don't have as a as an actor it, when you're just a hired. Yeah, and right. so to speak, when you're a producer, especially executive producer, yeah. then you call the shots. Yes, I like do, that. Yes, you do. You know? <laughs> yes, you do. She's lady boss. I had I had I had uh, John Peters once tell me that you know producing is basically putting the right pieces of the puzzle yeah, together. Right. And I've always been very good at putting and implementing ideas. So. She's good too because it, just my exchanges with you, I feel like I know her. Just my exchanges with you, you're very, you're, you're prompt, your responses are good. I mean, like you, you have it down because you're running, because <laughs> you're running, is it Devron Productions? Devron. Devron is our business yes. that's Devin and Ron. Yes. Devron. Oh, you, know, you, say, you guys, you, know, you, are, you are really good at really, you know, putting things together in the time management. I see that you, I can tell you're really well, good. Well, it's a lot of work. People, I make it look easy, yes. but it's a lot of work yeah. because it does take organizing mm-hmm. organization is the key and balance that's mm-hmm. what i 
that's my motto in yeah. life is keeping life in balance. That's mm-hmm. what I write about. That's what I believe. And once you keep your life in balance, then it's easy to manifest even more and more and more. So, I'm, I'm a professional organizer by trade. I know. Yeah, I, so. you, I should have you come and organize <laughs> some of my stuff. Well, let's do it together, girl. Let's have picture princes around. I'll be happy. I just organized my office. I, where were you? I see. We did the beach just now. <laughs> but I, I do that by, that's my trade. I'm a life coach. My trade is what I do my trade. So, so I we, love have so, we have that in common. We have that in common, yeah. yeah. And, and when, you're, when you're in your 50s, mm-hmm. you have to have the wisdom to know we're all connected. Yes. And it's you have to be giving back I agree. to the planet and to huma- humanity. It can't be about just accumulating. I agree. And and part of organization and balance is getting rid of stuff you don't need mm-hmm. and giving it to people who may need it. Yes. I say it all the time. If I can't repurpose it or keep it in my home, give it to somebody who actually could really use that item. Mm-hmm. It's just sitting and collecting dust in your house. Exactly. Taking up space. So, Someone yeah. out there really might really need that. And, and it so also happy. lets the universe bring new things yes, into your life. You I agree know? With that. So did you notice I put a little purple in there? I my know. Head? I love purple. I love the alpha. I love the purple. I love it all. I mean, like, seriously, I look, at these, I look at these pictures back then, and you now, you are, you're so beautiful. Oh, you're so sweet. I mean, like, it, it emanates out of you. I can just tell. Well, I think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. But I think beauty should be from the inside out. I agree. If you feel beautiful, if you think good, positive thoughts, if you try to be the best person you can be mm-hmm. today or be better today than you were yesterday, yes. then you're on the right track. And I don't have anything against Botox and all that stuff. <laughs> yes. But I'm like, there's something to be said for growing old gracefully. I agree with that. And there's, it's okay. It's you okay. know? And... Half the time, I really don't. I don't put a lot of emphasis on my looks. Yeah, I I did when I was young. Oh yeah, yeah, you know we all do that. You're finding yourself and stuff, but I put more emphasis on the my thoughts and my feelings and the things that I'm doing, and I'm thinking, okay, am I doing this in the best interest of everybody? So two last things that we like to talk about on my show. One thing I want to ask you, just because I have to ask. How has it been for you since Prince died? Because I mean, your friend is gone. Yeah. Um, so. Well, the first few months, I was devastated. Yeah. I was crying. Luckily, you had Ron. Thank yeah, God. Yeah. And, and, I, and I, the book was very thera- therapeutic yes, for me. Yes, yes. Um, the best thing out of 2016 was this little yes, guy. Little guy. Um, but I just... I just recently started listening to the music. Oh, just recently, okay. Uh, the anniversary of his death, I was yeah. able to listen to the music, and now I I hear different things. Ooh. I'm able to listen to the music with different ears. You know, I have my I love the classic um, Prince. I like Controversy. Me too. You mentioned I love I love that album. You know, I yes. like the Parade album. Me too. I like. I like the era of the music he created when I knew him because I, that was the heyday yeah, for me. Yeah. But I'm discovering the new power generation. Like, I love the song Joy uh, in Repetition. Yes. Oh, yeah. From Free Free Bridge. Yes. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't really get into that song before. I'm like, why haven't I heard this song? You know? And then it's like, did you ever see him do Motherless Child? 
My God. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm rediscovering Prince yeah. in different ways, too, because I kind of didn't really get into the later the, stuff. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like with Playboy. I know the girls from my era. But oh, I, right. if you ask me who the Playmates yes, are today, I couldn't tell you. Know, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, but in, cool. in my opinion, the revolution was. Yeah, yeah I kind of agree with you. You know, but I'm, too. but I'm a little you. bit biased. Yes, you I know, yes. I was around the revolution yeah, a long yeah. time. So. Um, although they don't know me as well as I know them, you know, <laughs> we need to talk. That's right. That's right. Y'all come my show all together. Y'all come my show together. We'll talk about that loud. But but I mean, they were just a kick ass yeah. band. Yeah. I mean, seriously, kick ass. So I'm hoping to see them yeah. when they come to LA. Yeah. I hope so. Um, and Bobby Z is just a sweetheart of a yeah. guy. He's yeah. the only one in the Revolution that's talked to me well, so far. Yes. <laughs> That's good. He's, he's a big member of he's a big member of that. So yes. Um, now, so I ask my guests the same two questions. Of course, at home, you guys know I don't prompt them or or, or ask them in advance. And this is my eighty second episode. Ooh, I've done a lot. So this is really is. I, I love doing the show. And so my two questions are: the first one is, what word do you think we should not say anymore in the English language? You know, <laughs> you know. <laughs> my husband hates that. It's like, will you stop saying you know? Everybody's like, you know, you know what I mean, you know. That's a good. You know. That's the first on the show. It's the first on the show. I like that. You know. Um, now, what word do you think we should say more of? Oh, in our sentences. Thank you, and I'm so grateful. Mm. I think if people had more gratitude yes. in their Yes. Everyday lives, they'd be much happier. I agree with that. Because we, we have a lot of negative things that are, are out there. We have friends, seriously, yes. that are super talented people. Yeah. And they're never that happy. Is that crazy? They're constantly complaining. Yes. And you just want to go, why are you never yes. happy? Yes. Don't you see you're drawing more of that to right. you? If you would just change that. And go, I'm so grateful. I'm alive. I'm healthy. I have so much. Look at, find something every day that you can be grateful mm-hmm. for and say thank you for that. I'm grateful just to wake up yeah. these days and just and, and, to, and to be at the table, so to speak. I'm very grateful And that's that. why, you know, with this book, mm-hmm. this book is so personal for me. I said I felt more naked writing this book than I did <laughs> posing for Playboy. Which make, that makes sense. No, that you made that statement and it completely makes sense because this is emotions. We're easy, we can easily show our bodies and things. I mean, not so easily, but people can do that. But this is emotion. And when I was writing it, and I'm sure Maite had the, I mean, her book oh, yeah, was her, really sure, sure heavy because they had a baby. lost a child a baby, in a yeah. very tragic way. Yeah. And I feel that that every print story out there needs to be told yeah, and agree. will be told over time just like Marilyn Monroe and yeah. Elvis you have to share what you knew about him because he he was so such a genius that mm-hmm. he handpicked people to I be in that. his life I believe that. you know and and you were in his life because he saw something in you he saw a talent or he saw an energy or he saw something that was special 
That's that. why he lets you hang around him. <laughs> he was cool. Yeah. He was a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. the epitome of cool. Yeah. Everybody wanted to be around his energy. Yeah. He had more energy than anybody I'd ever met. <sighs> That's amazing. So the fact that I got to spend as much time as I did with him, yeah. and the and the fact that he talked to me as much <laughs> as he did, <laughs> and we laughed yeah. and we had so much fun. It was such a beautiful experience. And he said to me, there's a side to me you could never see. And I've heard about this bad okay, side, okay? okay yeah. But I never experienced it. Okay, it. Good, okay. So I only have the beautiful stuff yeah, to tell, yeah. right? And, and I think that there's going to be a lot of stories over time about him. And we're going to, from his music and from the stories, mm-hmm. will help a new generation get to know this Enigma called Prince. Yeah, no, yeah, seriously. <laughs> because I'm still trying to figure I it know, out. Well, so, girl, we all, I know, and you were there, and I was. I mean, I mean, I was, I was such a Prince fan. I mean, I, I've seen him seven times in concert over the years. Um, Did you see Purple Rain in L.A.? Uh, I saw Purple Rain in L.A. back in '85. Then I was there. You were there with at the Forum. Yeah, yeah. The forum. I was there when Madonna was watching yes. and had not even ah, toured yet. So funny. I was on stage at the end. Yeah. When they everybody would dance. I, I probably knew, didn't even know who you were. I'm like, you know you were. So I saw I saw I saw the 1999 tour. I saw that tour. I saw Musicology. I saw um, I saw what he did the uh, 21 days of the Forum being the Forum back. Mm-hmm. Talk about Prince, you know, getting back to the community. I saw that we every weekend he was coming to L.A. and doing these shows. I saw when he they booed off Kim Kardashian. I saw oh. that. I saw I was there that night. Um, I mean, I was. I mean, he just he's such a dynamic performer, and yeah. I. That and was I, my only regret was that my husband didn't get. You're saying because he's such an amazing musician, and even though Ron and Prince are nothing alike, right, right, they share expertise with. Being music. A, a great music, I mean, because yeah. Ron plays multiple instruments, and he taught himself. Yeah, and he's very much a perfectionist, a little bit of a control freak. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> With that structured jawline <laughs> that no one else ever in daytime ever had. He has the. We were talking about that yesterday on my show yesterday. How Ron Moss has the classic structured jawline that no one else has. Well, you the know, best. some some people. Ask me, is it hard for you being married to Ron? Because he gets so much attention. I mean, he gets way more attention than I do. But I don't care. I'm okay with it. He's yours. Yeah. Hello? He goes home with her. You can all talk to him and make him, but he goes home with you. That's right. But he's the most wonderful man. Yeah. Seriously. And I know that he doesn't need to have more than one girl. Okay. Right, honey? He's a musician actor. <laughs> well, I live in gratitude you came on the show. I'm Thank so you. thankful you answered me back when I reached out I'm to you. I'm very grateful that you read the book. It's, 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 a, it's a must read. Thank and you. And as a Prince fan, I appreciate it very much. And you know, the titles of the songs were inspired because Prince told his story through his music. His music, yeah. So I feel I felt like if I'm going to tell this story, I need to incorporate a little of that. Yeah. So that's where it's that was. It's very smart. Thank very you. clever. The day is snowed in April. Devin DeVasquez, you have to get it. You get it everywhere. Now tell folks in that camera over there like where they can find you on social media and kind of just, oh, you know. Oh, you guys can find me everywhere on social media. <laughs> you can find me on Periscope. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Twitter, under De- Instagram, all under Devin DeVasquez. 
Vasquez. Yes. And, of course, you can follow us at Breaking Itchy Page on Facebook. I'm James Lott Jr. all over social media, of course. I'm interviewing her husband, Ron Moss, on our Spotlight On, on our sister network, which is AfterBuzz TV, and that's next Tuesday. So excited to be talking to him. And uh, I love Little Prince. I just I can't stop looking at him. He's so cute. Let's just show Do you show see him. how quiet he is? He's a good boy. He's a really good boy. Yeah. My child wouldn't be that quiet the whole time. Right. No, that's good. He's, he's good. But you, if you follow him on Instagram, I will follow him on Instagram. Mr. Too. Prince 1999. There you go. I'm going to follow him after the show. You'll see how energetic he is. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching Breaking Into. Thank you, Miss Devin. And thank you, everybody, so much. And I love you guys. I'll see you next time. From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook. Tweet us or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer, Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host owner and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.